The turkey has landed. That's it? That's all we got? I think that's all we need. All right, let's start the show. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. My name is John Edwards, and with me, as always, is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Say hello to the folks, Zeke. Hello, hello. We are just going to get to it today. We have a very special guest, Tarek Patel, who is in here from Elixir Spirits. You know him. You love him. You go shop at his store. He happened to come by. Say hi, Tarek. Hi, how are you? My name is not Tarak. It's not Derek. It's Tarek. You know who got me wrong on that was TJ. TJ messed me up on, on the pronunciation of your name, and now it's been like four years and you haven't corrected me. That's interesting because that's who I picked up on that it the correct way to say it from was TJ. Really? I, I got it wrong from TJ. He gets it wrong. He just says T. You can't say it right. <laughs> He's like, hey, I, I was over there with Tarek. But we are very happy whenever Tarek is, is here with us because the man has a wealth of knowledge. He has a great store. He has a lot of great barrel picks down there. What barrel picks do you have down there right now, by the way? Where do we start? Well, I mean, this is by no means an ad, but you are sitting here <laughs> drinking with us, so you might as well tell the people what you got. Uh, What's available? You have a, a, a rum pick. I have three different rum pick, two Papa Spillar, lower proof and higher proof, cost strength. Uh, I have a Grinders eight-year-old Panamanian rum, a Crown Royal pick. I got uh, two tequila barrels. I have uh, journeyman barrels. I have one more journeyman on the way. I have a Maker's Mark pick. I have Grinders. Um, well, I already speak about Grinders. Grinders yes, is a yeah. great rum. So is Papa's Pilar. Mm-hmm. Also have a Cumberland Cask. A little bit left on that one. He's got a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah. Go see I the guy. Yeah. Go see him down in Spring Hill, Tennessee. And we're just kind of getting to it because we're very excited. We are rushing this one out this week because we did happen to find ourselves with some wild turkey cornerstone rye of the master's keep and this is wild turkey launches master's keep cornerstone rye during his almost 40 year tenure at wild turkey eddie russell has distilled and enjoyed his fair share of rye whiskeys but it was more recently that he began to re-examine the spirit and innovate on the american classic Today, Eddie celebrates Wild Turkey's legacy as a leading rye whiskey distiller with his latest expression, Master's Keep Cornerstone Rye, the fourth release in the award-winning Master's Keep series. The result is a whiskey of extraordinary maturity and the oldest rye ever released by Wild Turkey Distilling Company. Eddie handpicked from among his oldest number four alligator char barrels, each with rye aged between nine and 11 years. From there... Now, this is PR talk. Eddie crafted a perfectly balanced high-age rye whiskey that exquisitely showcases wild turkey's signature bold and spicy flavors. This ends up coming in. I'm reading this whole press release right here. It is 109 proof, 54.5 ABV, 9 to 11 years. Talked about that. And it comes in at about 179.99 
MSRP. You did good there. Yeah. I was trying to go through like four pages and get out the stuff that is the big thing. I mean, the big thing is the top on these bottles. Like, you could lay somebody out one of those. You hummed it hard enough. What I really like about this, though, anybody who knows us knows that we, we really love the Russells. We love Bruce. We love Eddie. It says, Cornerstone Rise celebrates our continued commitment to the grain. As my own son, Bruce, has reminded me, given his devotion to rye and working with the bartender community, it's a fundamental part of our history. And, and one has to think that Bruce had a big thing to do with making sure that Wild Turkey got out a Master's Keep rye. Everybody knows Bruce is Russell's rye guy on Instagram. When you do a Russell's Reserve pick, Bruce has the barrel that's sitting as you're leaving Bonded Warehouse A, and and he'll give you a little pour out of it. But I have to think Bruce had a big thing to do with making sure this rye came out. I would say Bruce has the power. Bruce does have the power. Blah, blah, blah. It talks about Bruce a little bit in here. I, I... Love Bruce. Happy he's in here. I, I don't know how many... Oh, 16,000 bottles of Master's Keep available for purchase. It's about one and a half sizes of a Four Roses small batch. Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty good size release then for, you know, something allocated and a one-time deal. And you have to think that that's a heck of a lot of 9 to 11-year barrels that they merged together to make this happen. So Same reason nobody's got any picks for a while. Exactly. But hopefully that changes. Knock on counter. Yeah. Hopefully that changes. Good for them. I am uh, very happy that we have the chance to try this. What did you think, Zeke? It's been interesting, especially with a 9 to 11 age product. You know, We've definitely learned by now that uh, you can't judge those right on a fresh pop because air is going to move it to you know some degree. Could be better, could be worse, but it's definitely going to change what you get the first time around. And... When I first popped it, the thing that I picked up the most and caught me off guard because I just didn't expect it to be there. I don't think it was overly, you know, pungent, but there was just a, a fair amount of pine that came off. Not like a, a gin pine or, or fresh pine, but growing up and being in the woods and in Georgia, there's more than enough pine trees. It just kind of had a, a stale pine flavor to it or smell to it as it sat in the glass and opened and and even revisiting it now that's been a the bottle's been open for a few days i still kind of get for lack of better terms kind of vanilla pine nut flavor pine's not overly strong the vanilla's kind of there that kind of nutty agedness is there in the nose that's definitely my my simple notes on that great way of putting it though at least on the nose and normally we will go through you will do your nose taste finish and i will do my nose taste finish but I kind of want to talk about this nose together here for a minute because it's like a toasted vanilla rye. Like I get a little bit of that rye spice in there, maybe a little bit of black pepper, but it reminds me a little bit of like a campfire rye, but it's not smoky. It's like just you've been toast, like you said, it's toasted pine nuts, but I'm surprised at how much vanilla mm-hmm. is actually in this rye. There's more vanilla than I would have thought for a rye. I wonder if it's the number four char that the vanilla really got to actually work into the whiskey a little bit more. That was my same thought. I didn't pick up on it at first. And when I reread, you know, the same description you read earlier, I'm like, oh, all right. So heavy char, it's set for longer than normal, at least standard. Maybe that's, you know, what this is. And it's just that none of us have had it before to expect or, you know, relate to it instantly of it's kind of like that memory of oh yeah that's what that tastes like or you know 
Yeah, it's a completely yeah, yeah. you know novel uh, approach. Tarek, what about you? I get a lot of sweetness at first when I smell it. The sweetness at the tip of the tongue, there is a sweetness on um, as soon as it crosses the first entry and it becomes more savory. It's a little bit dry. I see the tannins in my jaws. I don't see an oak. Even though it's 9 to 11 year old, I don't see overpowering oak. Sometimes oak can throw it off. I get nice spices that keep tingling on my jaws and my tongue. It's uh, black pepper predominantly than cinnamon. Agreed. It's thick. It's rich. It's I mean, chewy. I, I'm, I'm almost surprised for as thick as it is, whether they be good or bad, it, it seems like the flavors are still somewhat muted for how well this just sits and hangs in the mouth overall. Have you tried with a touch of water yet? <laughs> I'll just try with water. I just want to say that's what she said to everything she <laughs> just said. <laughs> but it, it, it hangs in the mouth quite well, Zeke. Hey, John, I've never used mouthfeel as a term. You still go with that one. What? Mouthfeel. Uh, I dance around that one. Mouthfeel is a great term. Yeah, it describes the pleasure. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, bud. You're, you're hyper-aged. <laughs> <laughs> so the nose is, is inviting, though, I would say on this, is that it it opens itself up nicely for what you're about to experience with the taste. It goes down very, very easy. For some people, that will be a very, very good thing that it goes down easy. For some people, they might be expecting a little more kick, but it's an easy sipper. It, it's hard to say that this is a, a tough one. You, know, you, you might actually go through more of this bottle in one sitting than you would expect to because it's not a... Uh, it's a very, very easy drinker. Yeah, and you know, I'm not sure if it's... The, the dryness that Tark mentioned, because I definitely get that as well in the back end finish. It's almost like that replaced what you'd think of as a, you know, burn or Kentucky hug or whatever you want to call it. Because that's pretty much, you know, just inexistent for me. But the dryness and the, the just hanging around tackiness is definitely there. And almost, I can't decipher if not being able to, to pinpoint or pick up as, as many flavors as I would think, or just the simple dryness wants me to go back and have another sip and then another sip. But something definitely, yeah, reflex tells you, nah, let's try a little more. And let, let not, me get a little more there. It's not leather or oak or anything like that. It, it's a dryness, but it's almost like a wine dryness. It's not a, it's not a dryness that isn't accompanied by any flavor in particular that would would make it dry. I almost get a little bit of honey in there, though. It's it's so funny because it's like sweet and dry at the same time. It almost has a little bit of characteristics to like a white wine in the sense that it's sweet and dry at the same time. And I'm, it's an interesting dichotomy. To me, it makes you thirsty. You want to go back into it. Yeah. It's uh, when it dries your mouth and you want to drink it again, you feel like you want to drink it again. It's like a food-friendly whiskey. You want to drink it before the meal. Makes you thirsty, makes you hungry. I'm with that. But everything makes me hungry. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the almost the visual I got for my mind, which I was just trying to piece everything together, is kind of you mentioned honey. I almost saw like literally an old pine tree with sap coming out of it, but instead of smelling the sap, it, it would be more like a, a honey or a syrup coming out of a maple tree. But it just had that blend of the two aromas and kind of taste to it. 
or somehow if you just, you know, had a medley of both of that in there or, you know, big conglomerate or whatever, that's where I go with my mind. I don't know if it would turn out that way or not, but <laughs> I close my eyes with this and I see leaves falling from the trees and football and all sorts of other things fall. Well, it's hey, the I fall. Just, hey, don't cut off the summer just yet. <laughs> it's not the fall until Labor Day, but this this has a lot of uh a lot of fall connotation. It's a hell of a good pour. The bigger question is, is is it a $180 pour? I, I think that's, we'll let other people decide on that. But I, I mean, I think it's a good pour. I enjoyed it. Hey, I mean, this is a, a one-time blend, only 16,000 bottles. I mean, I close my eyes only for a moment and the moment's gone. <laughs> Now Zeke is busting out song lyrics. T- totally off off tune and anything. I, it was just so bland. I was like, I, I I have to do it in this in this delivery as well. Well, you know what, Zeke? I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep because I'd miss you, babe. And I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> if you'd miss me, you got problems, bud. <laughs> oh no, I, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the whiskey. Oh, or maybe it was Tark. You're looking at him. I just cut my head in the middle. My bad. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Re- I didn't mean to ruin y'all's moment. I'm sorry. No, I'm just watching you two. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Make an I, eye contact, and I can see the reaction from one to another. I get to get away from Zeke for a night. Yes. <laughs> Zeke texts me all the time. I go, new phone. Who dis? So, so who's going to go on the spot first as far as uh, some degree of, of a buy bar pass rating? I know it's probably a little tougher with Tark being a, a retailer as well. but Well, speaking of that and, and Tarak being a retailer, I do want to mention, guys, that we do have a new partnership with CastCartel.com. They are the largest online premium spirits marketplace. Zeke, almost like the Amazon of spirits. They're connecting consumers to a bunch of local licensed retailers that operate on their site, like a third-party shipping platform. So think of it, you ever go to Amazon? Physically, no, I, I've never been to an Amazon. But do you ever, That's kind of like calling an Uber. But do you ever go to Amazon.com? Occasionally. And, and you buy stuff, right? I usually put it in the cart and then hope somebody else buys it. <laughs> but, that's, but, a, that's a good move, by the way. Do you put it on your wish list? No, you just leave it in the cart because other people person leaves stuff in the cart that they buy at a later date oh so i just slipped mine in there and then oh look what showed up <laughs> how did amazon know i needed that and i didn't <laughs> want to pay for it <laughs> well i don't know if, if she would be on this with you and you can't leave stuff in the cart here but think of gas cartel as like the amazon of spirits so they would have stuff it's not just allocated items or limited releases but they could have smirnoff and svetka vodkas and tito's vodka and they have low-end stuff just as much as they have high-end stuff and it's just the online marketplace and they want to be the industry standard for how spirits are marketed and sold so you can find them on instagram at cast cartel They're, they've been sending out a bunch of samples to everyone also know that you know they understand that shipping sucks and, and shipping is where all the money is with alcohol purchases and, and they're always looking for ways to discount and get stuff out cheaper to their customers so pay attention they might have some discounts or some promos going on but just remember the amazon of the spirits industry castcartel.com we're looking forward to doing stuff with them in the future. There might be some really, really cool stuff we do with them, and we can't wait to see where this partnership goes. But back to you, Zeke. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. You're the guest. You get to pick the order. 
So I'm a retailer and quite often I see... So he's uh, a buy. Yeah. Buy, buy, buy. <laughs> and sell, sell, sell. <laughs> but uh, I really like this whiskey. There is not many things out there in the market with this age statement. There are not many whiskeys out there with taste profile like this. I would compare other products like Lockstock and Barrel, Oxtriders. They're 100% Canadian rice. And most of these products in a similar profile have a similar price point. It's completely different. It has its own profile. I really like wild turkey. I personally collect all the master keeps. So I have two bottles of every one of them release. I like those. So for me, it's definite buy. I'm going to open one at the shop for people to try it. And so as long as that bottle is open, I'll let people to decide themselves whether they're going to like it or not. Is I like that. Decide. More people should do that. Yeah. I know a lot of stores in Nashville do it, but if you're a retailer and you're listening, open your stuff, let people try it. Zeke, what about you? I think simply I'm a buy. I'm, I mean, I, I bought what we're, uh, we're working on currently and it, it is very unique and, you know, visiting it for the second or third time now and trying to see everything like with full 360 view. I mean, I don't think there's that many Kentucky rye mashes, you know, of this age, etc. So how much Kentucky rye do, you know, we all drink? I, I don't think I drink very much of it. I mean, I guess there's some, you know, Heaven Hill stuff out there, maybe a couple other places, but I mean, and by that for anyone, I mean, you know, a much lower rye percentage you know usually anywhere from 51 to 60 percent i believe is what they consider a kentucky rye whereas something uh you know north of the border uh you know either 100 percent or the 99.5 or 95.5 percent rye like indiana does that we've all become so used to when we hear and see the word rye that if nothing else i think that was the initial curve that hit so hard was all right i'm getting a rye what, what rye I drank in the past six months or a year. For the most part, it was a completely different mash and profile. And, you know, working through it, I, I definitely find it to be interesting. I still think I wished some of the flavors in there were a little more pronounced, and we'll see if air does that for them or not. I mean, especially with as thick as it is, my gut just tells me it's going to happen. We'll, we'll see if I'm wrong or not. But uh, definitely at cost, and, and you have the means, and you, you like rye and a one-time novel product. I don't think there's anything to be disappointed by in this. No, I'm with you. There's nothing that's disappointing about this with me. I, I like that it's a unique rye. It's one that you're not going to get many places. I, I think pricing it, it's a little bit more than what the Masters Keeps have been in the past. Do you remember, Tarek, what Revival was last year? Was it 160 Revival was 150 150 So it's gone up a little bit, but it is a unique product. It is the rye that you don't really get anywhere. It is that number four char. It, it, I really like it. My only problem is that I worry that I'd spend 180 bucks for a bottle that I'd kill in a weekend. And, and that's the only thing that I would be upset about. But I, I definitely... Uh, if you have the means and 180 bucks isn't a big deal to you, go ahead and get one. I, I, I'm with you, Zeke. I think this one is going to open up even more. I know we've only had it open for the weekend, but I really am interested as where this goes. I think it's thick. And, and what I really like about this wild turkey, I loved Revival last year. And I think the first ones were just a little bit thin for me. And, and Zeke and I had those a couple of years ago. I, I have them up there. 
but they were a little bit thin to me in the sense of for the price, I would have liked a little bit of a higher proof. And this one at least feels like for the price, I'm getting something a little bit more substantial and, and it's a, a thicker pour. And I like that. So I, I'm, I'm a buy. Yeah. And then simply, I would just say, you know, if you do land this or even get a pour of it anywhere, again, don't go in expecting MGP or Canadian, you know, 95 to hundred percent rye grain. This is definitely a, a Kentucky low rye rye and a much different profile. And, from personal experience, I think not having that mindset uh, will give you a much better outcome. It's a low rider for sure. I like it. What's matter? It pleasures my tongue. <laughs> Everybody, you heard the tagline here. Pleasures your tongue. There's, there's nothing more that needs to be said. In the end, I think we're all a buy. That, that rarely happens. I think you should go to Elixir Spirits first and, and try it. And Tarek's and see if you actually want to buy it. And pleasure your tongue. <laughs> May not last long though, folks. So uh, don't don't delay. He might sell you on a couple other things while you're in his store, but uh, soul is part of the joy. I hope you like Papa's Pilar rum. You still have a smooth Ambler 107, I think. There you have a Crown Royal pick. Knob Creek Rice catcher in the rye. Yeah. You do have a Knob Creek Rye catcher in the rye. There, there's a, a bunch of good stuff over at Elixir Spirits. We hope you check them out. This has been a little bit of a shorter episode because we just wanted to make sure we got out some stuff on Cornerstone Rye. We know you all are concerned about it. So please go ahead and find Tarek at Elixir Spirits. He's on Instagram at Elixir Spirits. He is on Facebook at Elixir Spirits. Go ahead and check him out. You can check us out at dad's drinking bourbon on instagram dad's drinking bourbon on facebook bourbon dads on twitter you can find us on your favorite podcast app please leave us an open and honest review just like we leave open and honest reviews on all the whiskey we drink and and zeke i want to thank you you managed to wrangle this one down in a cns group so i just want to thank you for taking one for the team and getting this cornerstone rye hey don't worry i mean i'm sure there's something i'm gonna five finger off uh, the bar one day Tarek, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Cheers. Ciao. Cheers.